AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. 
like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Episode 54, Season 8 of the Fighting God Podcast. Today, um, I feel like a travelling salesman at the moment. <laughs> I basically... I'm in T's flat house. Is that flat? Is it? Ha- it's amazing that we're going to be chatting. Amazing, <laughs> amazing that in Norfolk. Is that man? They were not going to track you down, are they? Hope and, not. and who? Hope not. I've got a shank on me, so <laughs> you literally have. It goes on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and these, we've got to stop playing in Europe because I, I get so smashed every Wednesday. Doing this podcast. I've had a Barocca as well. <laughs> Everywhere I go, people supply me with Barocca. I actually bought it today because I didn't have any. Oh, God bless you. I had milk thistle, but I thought, no, what's Barocca? Milk thistle works well for hangovers. Just as, a, as a little um, tip, anyone who doesn't want a hangover, take a milk thistle before going out, and then one when you get home. So it's, so it's like the alcohol version of 5-HTP. What's that? That's what you take to avoid a come down. Oh, really? Don't do drugs, kid. <laughs> drugs is bad. <laughs> drugs is bad. Well, <laughs> swings and roundabouts, really. Um... Oh, man, what a night. And the first time, actually not the first time, second time we've ever won a game. Dortmund again? Dortmund again. But the first one was only, like, there's only like 50 people there. No one was there was there. a boot match. I wasn't really that much riding on it. Yeah, there weren't much riding on it. And uh, yeah, we did the business last night. Yeah, we did, we did. Um, I don't know, there's a lot of nerves at the start of the game. I didn't feel that nervous. I Mate, thought, even we can't fuck this up, come on now. <laughs> did you not? Did you no, not think? No. I mean, Absolutely I think not. it's a hangover from the, a hangover from... The old days, well, yeah. like, the, like Man City, the three, the four, three. It must have passed your mind. It must have passed your mind. Like, like, um, I, I was bad last night, and I'm never usually that bad. I was just, I, I was just thinking, what will the reaction be like if we somehow lose this four 0 Like, <laughs> how am I going to deal with the the shit that because of. The job of bullshit or something, but I was out there, you know, and people know I'm a Spurs fan, yeah, and they like to get me, and exactly. I don't like to read it, so no, exactly. This, I, I just, I don't know, that's what it was, and obviously, the way the game played out, yeah, it was a nervous first half. I mean, if they scored one of those early chances, like in the first 10 minutes, yeah, and the crowd got on top, then but I just don't know, I just think, I just think we're not that team anymore, yeah, and I don't think Dortmund have it in their locker, I think. Um, a PSG a Barcelona did it didn't they when they beat PSG 4-0 yeah in the second final in the second leg yeah PSG um, beat them 4-0 and then they won 6-2 yeah something mad like that yeah. so I don't think I don't think Dortmund are, have got that in their locker to do that to us I so, mean the way they set out their stall um, they had two out and out defenders recognised defenders yeah. they played midfielders in defence which is they looked so comfortable on the ball didn't they they played excellently on, on the ball like they're passing the position and I spoke to Andy Brassel who came down on and uh, watched the game bus. And he said that, that naturally they would because the, the midfielders that they were playing in defence were, you know, excellent ball playing midfielders. Yeah. So you could see what they were trying to do. Um, but there was no way they could keep it up. Like the t- intensity and speed yeah, of which they were playing was, it was incredible. It was almost like the first half of the first game of the Champions League group stage last year against Dortmund, where yeah. they had all the ball and then we just broke them down and attack. And one of my worries, which is what concerned me the most, 
one that they were kind of getting through us although our last line of defence was incredible yeah but we weren't able to play out at all. They were like, the press was insane. I'm pretty sure they had like 10 of the, ten outfield players in our, in our half at one point. Yeah, it, it was it was quite intense. But, I mean, we tried to do similar against Arsenal, trying to like pass the ball around the press, but I think we tried to move the ball a bit quicker this time. Mm. But, um, no, it was a bit intense. I couldn't have kept it up. But I feel if they had got an early goal, then yeah. the intensity of the crowd and the game would have probably kept them in it. Well, Phil McCracken on Twitter, he says, when, were the fans more worried than the players? I was having heart palpitations, but the players looked calm. They did. They, they, they did look calm, especially for Tongan, who did a couple of really amazing last-ditch challenges. Exactly. One in particular where I think it was Royce. Royce yeah. it, that, that was up there, one of the best ta- uh, tackles I've ever seen. Like, it, it's that. I'm, I'm, I'll put that with Kings. Against Robin. Against Robin. It was incredible. And, and a block uh, we did on Saturday. Yeah. Tongan. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking... Like, I was talking to some of the boys last night. And I think Vertonghen is, and this might sound hyperbolic, but it's uh, I think he's one of the best defenders I've seen at Spurs, certainly, yeah. but around. I think the issue with Vertonghen is that you've got, this is the third boss he's played under, and under the first two he was kind of up and down. Yeah. And people don't forget that. Yeah. yeah they remember the Liverpool game when we lost 4-0, and he was... Um, before the game I think he stood up against a wall and he looked like he didn't really give a shit mm. and um, he got a lot of stick for that and I think that stuck with some people you know and they find it hard to give him the credit that he deserves but yeah. he's been he's been impervious since Pochettino's come just, just common leaps and bounds um, Alderweireld and there's so much debate over who's better, who's a better defender of the two who's a better player of the two this but season the Tong has just been just been immense it's, it's just and, and you think of what he's done this season like He's been great in defence. He's played the left side of defence. He's played in the two. And he's played as a left wing back in one of the most competent, naturally like fucking superb performances in the yeah. first leg. He was insane. Well, that's the thing. He's such a brilliant footballer as well. I mean, it's not just a good defence. It's an amazing footballer. He's someone who could just probably play anywhere and be comfortable. Yeah. And, um, what, he's 32 next month. And I could see him playing for another three, four years at a decent level. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, he's like 32. He should be starting to four at some point but he yeah. just he's getting better like this has been his best season at Spurs bar none yeah I mean mm. last season was good as well because I think Alderweireld is also out for a long spell then there was the Alderweireld contract thing and he filled and he did did brilliantly yeah yeah I'm just trying I'm just looking for um, Alderweireld's quote have you read it oh, you must have now oh what did he say yeah I've got it here it says uh, in the North London derby even at Wembley the atmosphere was incredible imagine, imagine that atmosphere at the new stadium there were there will be no club in the world like this. Oh, it's fucking, it's fucking amazing. I mean, I mean, it, it does beg the question, though, doesn't it? Is he gonna, is he gonna stay? Sign or the fucking contract. I know, but I don't know where else can he go. And then there's a frustration of uh, us not signing any players. Um, I think Wendy wrote an article, and Matt Law from Telegraph kind of um, transcribed the article more or less about our aging squad. Um, mm. Thirteen players aged twenty-seven and over. When Son turned twenty-seven in a few months. Um, mm. Toby's just turned thirty, so so well, yeah, twenty seven. But what's where's where's peak peak years? Twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. So yeah, then, so in, in that instance, we've got seven players in, in their peak. Yeah, you, you could you could say that, but a lot of our success has come down to having a younger, a younger, more fitter team. Maybe yeah. I would spin it that what's got us here is having a younger and fitter team. Yeah. But what gets us there is the experience and having players playing at their peak. Well, yeah, because you've got um, uh, what did I say? Because we've got the most points this season, more than the previous seasons yeah. in the league. So, there might be something in that. But, 
it does but it does give a bit of concern that we're not adding to to the squad and we're making do an awful lot what uh, at what point there's a guy a guy tweeted and it's a fantastic tweet but I've written it down I'm sorry he says at what point did you start looking at the clock he he started looking at one minute thirty. I I don't know. I, I was just ridiculously calm about the whole thing, but I I, I, I think a lot. Of the, but there was a lot of nerves in the room. I mean, I, I was at the social last night, and there was a lot of nerves in that room. But I think Hugo thrives of these games where he was there's lots of shots coming at him. Yeah, Hugo fucks about when you know we're playing a high line and he's got to deal with a pass back and he's got to. Mm. You know, did the, the whole distribution bit, but I just thought this was kind of this is his kind of game. Yeah, when it's like backs against the wall, you just got to be reactive rather yeah. than think. And that's two of the best games he's had back to back. Yeah, well, at least top five for him. Yeah, for yeah. Tottenham. Uh, I mean, I, I was watching it. And I was like, there is no discussion. Like this guy, he's class. He just yeah. needs to sort out his fucking just the foolishness. Really. Well, we're a much better team now. I mean, people could say I don't know Robinson is better. This this person that person is better. Better, but we're such. We're a much, much better team now. His expectancy is a lot higher and he's not going to be easy to replace. It's easy to say Gazaniga, you know, filling in the games here and there, but Gazaniga's not a long-term starter. You wouldn't think so, would you? No. No. Um, I was speaking to, well, he's become like a mate now, Ross, who's uh, at the social, he's come to everyone. And um, he was, do you remember, I mentioned about count, working out how many minutes, so how many goals per so when we played Arsenal, we were five-one. There was like twenty minutes left, and I was like, "Right, they've got to get a goal every five minutes." Yeah. <laughs> like he he was in my ear going, right, "They've got to get a goal every like when we scored, they've got to get a goal every sort of fifteen minutes." Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And that made, helped me a lot because I could see the I could see the clock the clock do, winding do, down. You know, the, where the um, where the fear disappeared was when towards the end of the first half where they started to tire and we took control. Yeah. That's where I started to feel calm, and then obviously the goal was great. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Um, I mean, it kind of came out of nothing. Um, Borders fought to Sissoko. The only place he could possibly have put it, he puts it there. And Kane, once again, putting it the only place he could have put it. Beautiful finish. Absolutely beautiful. Finish. And as soon as he came to him, I didn't have any doubt. And that's, it, that's the point we're at now with Kane. Mm. It's like, it, I don't even think Kane's in the running. All right, no, he is because he, he, he it was uh, um, he's like a record European um, goal scorer now, isn't he? Yeah, over the foe. But it's like he's got to a position, and Sissoko's getting to this point now. Whereas, what, what else do you say? What, what, exactly. What What more can we say? Because people, I'd love to break down and talk about Sissoko for an hour. Yeah. But we'd be repeating ourselves. Oh, exactly. Because he was fucking great, brilliant. It's again. just the sheer energy. I mean, um, I've often said, and I kind of still hold the opinion to a degree, that he shouldn't be our linchpin, but he's doing it and he's doing it very well. But he's forced himself into no, that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He's, like, he's at a point now where um, he's undroppable, but he should be at a point where... You shouldn't be at a point where he's our best central midfielder for fuck's sake. Come on, that's just that's ridiculous. He's undroppable. It's do you, do you, who's the first name? I guarantee you, when when Scott sits down with Perez and goes, all right, Sissoko, obviously. It's just first name yeah. he puts down. Kane they might go, was he injured his ankle? But Sissoko's like, no questions over his fitness. It's just, the fucker tries to run off a hamstring injury. It's just the energy just the energy levels and just the determination. I think um fans see a bit of themselves in Sissoko. Um I mean, they've had great teams over the last few seasons. Obviously, Kane or somebody kind of came from League One loans mm. and made it at the Premier League level. Um, but Sissoko, somebody's got a bit of a story, you know, a bit of a backstory to him. You know, yeah. he, you know, he leaves Newcastle under a cloud. 
and he was a captain towards the end but you know the fans hated him and they laughed at us for spending 30 million for him I thought what the fuck at the time I was, peanuts yeah, I yeah. <laughs> all, 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 all Spurs fans were arguing about how the, the transfers was broken down I remember no that five of his season yeah, no one wanted to admit that we'd spent 56, 30 million on him yeah. no one wanted so we, so we ended up in arguments between Spurs we, did we really spend 30 million though yeah, yeah, now yeah. we spent 6 million a season it doesn't really matter uh, now it's like Fucking peanuts, like I say, thirty million pounds is nothing for Sissoko. Like, how much does he cost? Seventy mil now to buy. <laughs> but he's thirty this year, so it might be a bit is less. He? But um, is he that old? Yeah, that's the thing. You forget how old these guys are. Trippy is twenty nine this year. Rose is twenty nine this year. You mm. think Rose is going to be like twenty one forever? But um, yeah. But but no, I mean Sissoko was amazing last night. And you'd think, you know, the Champions League, you'd have people who are more composed, more comfortable on the ball, take the sting out of the game. But Sissoko's, you know, ch- long burst and runs were effective yesterday. And it was it was when we needed to control, especially in the second half, when we needed to control the ball, he was doing what Dembele did. Yeah. And he took the ball, he found space, he carried it, took the pressure off of it completely. And while he looks less composed than Dembele did, he's, at times, that game was as, effect- as effective as Dembele has been. Yeah. And I think about... I think about Sissoko's best game for Tottenham. Real Madrid away. Um, I think of Arsenal. Last, last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. And I think of Dortmund away. Like what? Those are pressure games. Oh, massive pressure games as well. Because, you know, you got to think about it. Uh, Winks was... Did, did Winks start against Arsenal? I've forgotten the game already. Did Winks start? No. no. He was, was he? No, no. No, yeah, it wasn't fit. It wasn't fit. It was yeah. about Wanyama and Sissoko. It was Wanyama and Sissoko. And then yesterday, I think, Winks comes off early injured. So Sissoko's carrying that weight. Yeah. You know, you've got uh, Manyama who's a cripple next to him on Saturday yeah. in the biggest game that we're going to go goal down. <laughs> um, on well, yesterday, you got Winks. He's, he's getting around, but you can see he wasn't himself. Mm. And so, so he just took on the mantle and just... I'm not 100% convinced of Sissoko Winks midfield anyway. That's all we've got. No, no I appreciate that. I, I, I think actually a diet Sissoko... Is, is a more balanced midfield than Winks and Sissoko. They kind of do the same job yeah. in, in, a, in a way, in terms of carrying it. Um, but yeah, Sissoko gets further forward. It's mental that we've got this far with those two as our midfielders. But you've got to stop saying that, right? Because they're both, well, you know, they are good, good players. They're competent They're, they're good players in exceptional form, but certainly Sissoko. But if Sissoko plays like this for the rest of his days, the next three or four years, yeah, like he could be regarded as a great <laughs> exactly but he, he might usurp Dembele and uh, Modric and yeah. all those guys are set the mid yeah. imagine that mate it's, it could happen just build the bust just build the bust that's now. gotta be done gotta take the cockerel off and put his face there fucking right get rid of the cockerel even our badge even our Spurs badge just yeah. put on our shirts get rid of it just the outline of his head did you see that um, you know they do that um, TIFO thing in um, Dortmund did you see where they put Sissoko's face on it yeah it was the pancake it was the pancake <laughs> Well, that's people don't know there's like a YouTube for Pancake Day Spurs did this quite odd video of like a pancake artist drawing players faces yeah 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 and uh, someone Tom fucking genius photoshops the Sissoko's pancake face on the stupid Tifo that the Dortmund fans had it was beautiful it, it, it was glorious did you see in the away end the uh, Spurs fans singing Alfred 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 it's amazing. I mean, considering well, we won the last game we went to in Dortmund, but I think it's hard to avoid the the three nil. 
when I think it was that, Carol and Anoma starting in the one that you no, went Mason to Mason and it was I think it was Mason and Carol oh god yeah but, I think Anoma started as well as in the left did he <laughs> um, yes yeah, so that well, I did go to that game and that whole day was fucking horrible yeah. to be honest it was like I had no sleep the day before we got over there the crushes uh, rain and then just to be outclassed in the most extreme but Potts did he kind of threw the tie really it was Europa League weren't it so he didn't yeah, really it to give a shit um, yeah, and that, yeah, that was the that was the game that we uh, we applauded the Dortmund team off. Yeah, they were they were pretty amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. So, so come out. I mean, this nothing more we say. I think we, we we've done him justice, but he's just he's fucking great. I love him. Um, Mully five 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 on Twitter says, "Would you rather have a stress free second half like last night, or Dortmund getting to free all and Kane scoring in injury time?" No one wants that. I think I'd have wanted it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Just this last minute heartbreaking goal by Tottenham. No. <laughs> no, because... Like, You're not going to take it anymore. No, yeah. I was bad enough as it is. If they would have scored, I'd have fucking killed over. They... Like, Kane, the place went mental. When Kane scored, we yeah. went mental. I, don't, I only think it would have got marginally more limsy if that happened. Because it went pretty, pretty, pretty mental. I think... I think when Levante scored against Chelsea in the semi, it was probably a bit more limbs than last night. I yeah, think it's really, I think yesterday it was just a tonight point of relief. It's, it was relief, wasn't it? Was it? Just relief. This kind of um, it did kill the rest of the game. I think someone said because um, I think I tweeted you today because there was someone saying um, you know would you prefer it to be a bit tighter than you know because the second half was just a bit of a damp squib once Kane scored. You're quite good. We <laughs> needed to control. What the what these? You're not fucking masochist. Thrill seekers, man. Thrill seekers. But oh, then after mate. Southampton, we got a two week rest, so. Have you really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because FA Cup. Is it FA Cup? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a big game, Southampton. It's become one now. So yeah. It's must win, must win, because then you really just can't start thinking about like squeaky bum time around the uh, Champions League places. Um, see, Ajax a cracking result. Oh, that was meant. I mean, we were celebrating it while we were watching our game because yeah. it's coming up in the top corner of the screen. Yeah. I can't believe they scored four goals away at the Bernabeu. Um, I mean, to bring things down a bit, it does make you worry about Pochettino because Solari's not done well at all since he's taken over as manager. He's been, he's been, well, he's kind of hamstrung Solari in that they've, they're not, they're not financing their squads anymore because yeah. they've got to build a new stadium. So Why? Really, they're, they're building a new stadium? Well, Madrid. Madrid, oh, yeah. Either, either building on it or, or uh, expanding it. Either way, and I guess, well, the government aren't funding it all. No, they're well, Madrid, I mean, they're not. Sp- the reason why they're not spun is because of this. I, I mean, this is yeah. not. This is according to um, Andy Brassel again. Okay, <laughs> he's, not, he's not font of knowledge that guy. Um, so and and you know, man, he's turned down. He's turned down Madrid twice. He's had two opportunities. You know, he, everyone's talking about this new stadium. Yeah. He was talking in the interview about you know about him and Perez uh, on the touchline talking about. Did you see this? Saying there was the Champions League music, and they were thinking, oh, wouldn't it be great if? The next so our Perez, not well, we're just Perez. No, no, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, uh, his assistant. Oh, he's his Perez, yeah, I got yeah. you. Uh, he, he, uh, yeah, sorry, that, that, that was confused. Um, yeah, they were sitting on the touchline and um, listening to the Champions League music, and he was saying to to his to Perez, you know, how good is this going to be in the new stadium? And you know, Alderweireld was talking about the new stadium. I think there's a lot of hype. I think the next stage of what Tottenham become is going to be very exciting. Well, Pochettino, I think he said after the game that it's likely the next round we're going to be in the new gaff. So yeah, yeah. So it's um, as far as I know, I was speaking to Dan Kilpatrick about this. I keep dropping names, but this is just because <laughs> I. Why would I know this? Is people that are telling me? 
but they uh, the, the stadium's pretty much done yeah uh, it's just getting those test events out of the way and then we're ready to roll it's about I think it's also about Brighton v Millwall in the cup as well so if if, Millwall, if Brighton beat Millwall and we're drawn home in the first leg of the Champions League then it will have to be at Wembley right so that's the problem if Brighton beat Millwall yeah so if Brighton beat Millwall we'll have to hope that we get drawn home in the second leg of right. the next round because they don't want the first game to be a Champions League game probably because they've often safe because it'll be midweek there'll be 60,000 people so it'll be difficult to they want an easier test run for the first proper game than you know a big massive fuck off yeah like, we've got, like we're going to have yeah um, I mean the, the draws in 15th of March I think it is yeah, I'm not sure of the exact date, but I know it's after, after next week's ties, wouldn't it? Yeah, and uh, possible, I mean, out of... So it's an open draw, isn't it? Yep, it's open draw, so you can get Liverpool if they get through, hoping Bayern Munich beat them, because I'd love to play Bayern Munich. Really? Yeah, why not fuck them? Yeah. Fucking turn them. It's not because they're good, I just think, a bit of vanilla, a bit of vanilla, but then what they did with Chelsea. <laughs> Do you remember? What they did with Chelsea, How far though? we've come. I know, I know. How far we've like, bought Bayern Munich a bit of Because like, I know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it ain't like... It's not like Barcelona, is it? Or PSG, there's like sexy ties. Bayern Munich, oh, well, fucking we beat Dortmund and they're above them in the league, so fuck no, Well, and 11 on points now. Yeah, they are. But, yeah, yeah I don't know, I wouldn't mind Bayern Munich, I suppose. I mean, I, well, I, I just want I just want Liverpool out as all. I don't want an English team. Nah, in nah, that, 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 would be, that would be so shit. Well, people are talking up Ajax, so would you want them? I'd love to play Ajax. I'd absolutely love it. Um, you want it to be in the final? <sighs> Yeah, do you know what I worry about? Genuinely, Amsterdam's like my favourite city. You, you might die. I would die, but I'm, I'm I'm going over there in May actually. But I'm like fans abroad. Oh, English fans abroad, yeah. English fans abroad in Amsterdam. <laughs> I just can see mayhem. Just to, just avoid the central, just avoid the centre, isn't it? I think it's not. Amsterdam's not huge. Like unless you're going to be in a red light district where all the bars are. Yeah. Or you can go down to the pipe. Like we've got Ajax, <laughs> but there's a nice kind of like Shoreditchy area called the Pipe. Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I just, I, I want football and mushrooms. That's what I want. That'd be so much fun. I remember Spooky's story about the Canute goal. Yeah, LSD. You know what I might do is print. I might publish it on the blog because it's such a great article. It seems a shame that it's going in the in the first fanzine that yeah. there aren't any copies of and no one's ever seen again. Um, yeah, so who's your plum dry, plum draw? Is it Ajax, Roma, Porto? Porto get through Roma. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'd, ideally that's who we'd want. Um, the winner win of Roma v Porto. I think we'd beat uh, Atletico <coughs> Madrid. I think we'd do Juve this year. I do worry about though. I do worry about Atletico. They're just so wildy, aren't they? They're very, very hard. Hard yeah. to bet. It's almost like they're the perfect team to beat Spurs, aren't they? Well, it looks like Juve might go out after the first leg. So. What was the score? Do you remember? Oh, I can't remember. Another loss. I don't know if it's two or three one. That essentially, there are no teams in this tournament that I fear, like significantly fear, other than the English teams. The English teams, and probably PSG. You don't fear Barcelona? Fuck Barcelona. We've, we've been there and done that, haven't we? Been anyway. there, done that, not a problem. Experience. Um, that said, we'd much rather have Porto in the next round. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Just like, have a, like, get Porto. We do well, we beat them, we were in the semi finals of the Champions That'd League. That'd be glorious. Coming from one point. No yeah, chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the fucking banter, weren't it? About Champions League. And that poster. The poster, and everyone's like, hey, what? Shut your mouth. What now? What now? 
but then you know to, to bring it down a little bit again okay brilliant um, <laughs> as, as I gotta do yeah so the first leg will be well that'll be post Brexit I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen if travel and all that because I made some visas I'm not travel sure travel visas that's what I made some worrying about because they wanted the away leg to be second so they could kind of see where the fact they stand because they book flats from now and it all goes yeah it's going to be more expensive yeah um, but I'd imagine the vast majority of our fan base voted Brexit so yeah I'd imagine so that's probably what I want an English draw so <laughs> you, you get what you pay for well you get what you, you vote for uh, you, you voted for this <laughs> so you're, you now, did this now you pay you did this yeah yeah so I mean and anyone fuck them bring them all on all of them absolutely epic underscore 24 he says would you rather finish fourth condemning Arsenal to another season of Europa League but get knocked out of the Champions League or finish fifth but make it to the Champions League final and let fate decide oh (sighs) gotta go Champions League final I think yeah that'd be you gotta you gotta be bold but imagine can you imagine if you imagine how bad I was (laughs) In the last 16. Yeah. What am I going to like in the final knowing that we've given up our place to Arsenal? Yeah. Um, I, imagine yeah you, you've got to go for it. You imagine if you made that choice, you and you alone, and all of us Spurs fans knew you made that choice. Mm. The Champions League final. It's like, have you seen Sophie's Choice? <laughs> no, I've not. I've not. So, Sophie's Choice is a film about uh, during, set during the Second World War, um, and it's, what's her name? A really famous female actress. Anyway, she... She has. She gets confronted by a, like a, a Nazi soldier, and she has to choose which of her child, child, children gets sent to the gas chamber. She can only choose one. Fuck me. That's what that choice is like. That's bleak. What kid am I sending to the gas chamber? That's bleak. Yeah. Uh, I think she chooses the boy. Hmm. <laughs> so in this instance, the boy going to the gas chamber is the. Um, it's finishing fifth, and let's 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 get let's get to the Champions League. Yeah, to do what to do. But fuck, man, that would be so. Anyway, don't have to do that. Don't have to because these <laughs> things don't exist. Don't exactly, they? they're not real. Hypotheticals, man. Hypotheticals. Nothing to worry about. Uh, I don't know who said this question. Was it one of yours, team? Which was that? Uh, this one. Pochettino. That's has, not a question. Oh, Pochettino said he expects the stadium to be ready to the next round of Champions League for a draw. I just we talked about it. Yeah, about that. All right. Uh, about the touchline ban. Okay. Yeah. So he's. Uh, He's got a top two two match touchline ban and a ten k fine for his spat with Mike Dean. Oh, I've seen managers <coughs> do this all the time. Yeah, do you think it's harsh? It does seem harsh because I don't think I think I think Klopp got fines but no bans. What so I think he, I think he had an argument with um, West at West Ham, mm. and I think he might have had another row. Forget about Everton. I don't think that's been sorted yet. So well, he's clapping the ball. The ball boy's clapping him. Yeah, but I'm not sure what's going to emerge from that. Um, and what is Mike Dean getting a ban as well? No, nothing's been said about that at all. It's really, really bizarre. Um, yeah. I, do you think it affects us? Does it matter? I don't think it affects us because he, it says... I mean, the Daily Mirror said there. Um, Daily, Daily, Daily Mirror said, uh, Pochettino has actually escaped with a stage one ban because it is his first offence this season and it means he can give a pre-match team talk, half-time team talk, and even send messages by phone or a runner to the bench from his seat. So what's the point then? Yeah, so that's the thing. It's not like he's banned from the ground like Mourinho was all those years ago. He had to kind of hide in a laundry basket to kind of get a message for you. He'll be in the ground. So. He can communicate. It's just, and he's got like a. He's like. Perez is like his fucking twin brother anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like he's not going to know. I mean, why I asked Dan KP today was that um, if he appeals it, will he extend the ban? 
I think he says if you've if you've appealed the ban to because. delay the ban so you don't get banned for the Southampton game and they see you've done that then they might have the two match ban be for the, the potential team, first game right. at the new stadium oh, so, no, yeah, we'll want that. yeah so we'll see yeah just get on with it man I mean what he did wasn't I mean I didn't <clears> mind it but it wasn't kind of acceptable in the eyes of the law of the game yeah, and you know sometimes you've got to just take your medicine basically. But um, you know what is it that bad that you get? You got Perry's in the box, and then he's in the stands, yeah, I don't seeing think, the whole kind of. I just think it's a you know just a bunch of paranoid fans. You think the FA and Mike Dean have got it in for us because after all the um, after Mike Dean was you know was Spurs, Spurs. especially from the Spurs kit, and then he didn't give anything our way, and then they think there's, there's not been revealed what Mike Dean said either. So there's a lot of people are pissed off I don't really care I just think I think the fact that the fact that he's allowed in the ground he can give a team talk it doesn't doesn't make it doesn't, doesn't really matter he's in the changing room yeah yeah it doesn't matter um, and everybody thinks the FA have got something against their own clubs like yeah, Arsenal but, got this massive campaign oh man the they went mental last Saturday it's oh, just hilarious they are grown men but they are weird weird people they really are they're, they're the most social media team of all time yeah they, they are they're weird like you know there's like just that weird kid at school yeah. Who, who does, I say weird kid this probably kid has issues but imagine he doesn't have issues and he's just weird yeah. that's an Arsenal fan Joe um, and Pochettino being the standing going looking around and goes fuck Wembley is shit <laughs> I finally see it now when he's not on the pitch he's up there with us going this is shit lads we've got to get back to the Spurs stadium oh you'll have to be, be miles away from the action as yes, well I can't fucking see is that Danny Rose oh fucking another shout out Danny Rose sent the midfield again <laughs> So we were like, we're watching it. And he's like, is he? Yes, he's back in centre midfield. Can't believe it. We're almost celebrating it like it's a goal. Yeah, yes, exactly. mayhem. Cause it's mayhem. He was much more composed this time. Didn't have to do anything mental. Yeah, it was a bit of a low stakes move. Yeah, yeah, lots more space, didn't he? Um, but I think the subs are just resting them really. Um, I didn't realise till I watched it again that. Sun is um, one yellow away from missing the game, so that's what I took him off a bit earlier. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. Is that cleared now? I uh, don't know any. I think it clears to the final. Okay, as far as I'm aware. But um, God, Lamella, man. I mean, what? God, I'm so divided. Him. He had a chance. He really should have put away. He got kicked uh, in the head though, didn't he? At the same time. Did he? What is it? Oh, the diving head? Are you on about? Yeah. Yeah, I think he might have backed out. And then another one. He kind of rolled it and t- pushed it too far away. Yeah. Uh, apart from the chances, I thought he did well when he came on. Yeah, Ben Davis too. Ben Davis is someone who gentle Ben who kind of um, laughed at a little bit. But yesterday he did quite well. He, you know, he was, he was very good. They're all good. I mean, defensively, defensive, defensive is like last ditch, all backs against the wall. Showed massive character, uh, great performance by by them lads. Apart from Sanchez, got to say it again. <laughs> got to say it again. He played well on Saturday. I mean, he did make. He, he did. Some... He did. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Do you know what it is? It's because it's in my brain. Yeah, I see it all the time. That's the thing of Trippier now. It's at a point where yeah, every time I see him on the pitch, I just think he's shit. But. Yeah. Someone made a point that against Chelsea, he kept Hazard mostly quiet for that game, mm. but then he scores his own goal. Yeah, and, on, and I think on Saturday when he played against Arsenal, we, the way we were playing was like playing against Chelsea in the first leg of the League Cup final. We tried to pass around the press, yeah, and he just looked so uncomfortable with the ball, and he's just so unathletic. I think Awobi just seemed to have him on toast. Awobi's a good player though. No, he is. He's very good. Um, I I would say like just back to that thing though with <clears> Sanchez is like I notice all of his mistakes. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure there are mistakes happening all over the pitch, but because I'm, I've got that in my brain. I've had it there for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think I'm being overly critical of him. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe it's that. But to me, he didn't have a great game. But he did play well, well against Arsenal. So um, 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm at this stage, I'd much rather have him there than Foyth. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Adam John Mead on Twitter, he says, if we win at Southampton and Liverpool, will Poch make it straight back into the team or do we give Jesus a run? Well, <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh, that one. Yeah, yeah Poch dropped, mate. Give it Jesus, end of season. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Poch like, walks back in and he's like, no, no, you sit down. It might be a penalty. Do you remember Glenn Hoddle used to be in the, in the stands when he was our manager? That's where he'd go a lot of the time. When he was Spurs manager, he'd always be up in the Sherwood stands. as well. Yeah, Sherwood. Did it for the Liverpool game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. That might be Pochettino's thing now from now on. Just go get up in the stands. Yeah. I wonder if you'd prefer it. I mean, I'm you surprised can see more the managers. Better. There was a there was a there was a sort of fashion at one time for managers to do it. They spend the first half up on the pitch and the yeah. second half down. Um, yeah, but like I said, I don't make I don't think it makes makes a great deal of difference. They can they can't even hear them anyway. So yeah, um, Jamie Daly, 1995 on Twitter. He says, uh, "What do we have to con- what do we have to do to convince Toby to stay? Is there anything?" <clears throat> I mean, there's no, there's no guarantee he's going to leave. No. Um, it's difficult to say what we have to say to convince him. I think we've given him a good platform for his skills. Um, we've qualified for the Champions League and we're an improving team. And I think he's playing for one of the best managers in world football. It's, it's difficult to say where else he can go. I mean, I Chelsea. I mean, <clears throat> Chelsea, I mean, pays me to say they're, they're quite a big club, but they're a basket case. Mm. You know, one season they're up, next season they're down. Mm. Um, You've got Man City, who just seem to have a bit of a merry-go-round of their defenders. I don't think um, many of their defenders have been like ever present. There's always been a bit of swapping around. Yeah, uh, I don't. The thing is, is that it's that clause, isn't it? And Twenty-five million pounds <clears throat> is like that's a no-brainer for so many clubs. Yeah, it is. Um, it, I don't think, in my heart of hearts, I don't think Spurs want to give him a new contract. I think well, they, well, he's thirty now, so you've got to think of the value. Yeah, and I think they want him to run his contract down. They would like him to stay. Yeah, I don't think we'll be offering him a new contract unless it's very like terms are not what. Well, they wanted parity with Kane, and I don't think he's worth that now. I mean, I think Toby Alderweireld is an amazing defender, one of the best I've seen in all my time supporting Tottenham. But <clears throat> I think we're at a point now where you know he's thirty years old; he's not going to get any better, mm. and we may get to a point where just take the money. The, ex- the, the financial impact of Alderweireld signing a new contract isn't. It's not insignificant, and um, I just think I can't see it. I just can't see it. I can't see him. I hope he stays. I hope yeah. he doesn't leave. But I don't. I think the club would rather him have, run his contract down and give him a free contract, and then he still gets his massive new contract. Well, I just think they've just got to maybe give him a deal where I guess it's um, performance. I mean, it's performance related anyway. Yeah, but maybe just have something where you know if you if you really believe in your heart of hearts that this club is going to go places and win trophies you can just say well I don't believe but if he does believe mm. then he can say look you know if we win trophies you're going to get this which will bump you up to nearer to Harry Kane's salary yeah and shit like that yeah but I believe he I believe he started negotiations high and he fucked the club off and I don't know if there's any of going back from that really I mean what do you do if, from, from like if you was Levy and not as a fan like do you go in and give him 200k a week and a four year deal no, you don't do you? He's a centre back. I mean, he's not our captain. I mean, even then, I wouldn't give Hugo two hundred grand a week. But I just think if you're going to give someone that much money per week, they've got to be. And it's really, it's really shameful. I'm but saying. I'm, no, this, I'm but saying got if to be, you're Levy, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> no, I'm giving my reason. I'm saying if you give Harry Kane two hundred grand a week, he's the face of the club. He's the face of a lot of our campaigns. He just represents Tottenham. He's he's he represents Tottenham all around the world. He's what? He's our ambassador. Yeah, exactly. 
and I don't think you can say that about Alder Verwald. And if you're paying that kind of money, someone's got to be that way. And Deli Ali is someone who is like that. Do you know what? I um, I would give him whatever he wants if he gets a Tottenham toe. Because <laughs> he's got the Ajax one. He's got the Ajax, and he, I read an interview about him getting a tattoo of all of the places that have been significant to him in his life. So it's like a map of his yeah. life. I can't see a fucking cockwall on your arm yet. Do it, and you get you get your two hundred k a week. That's what I. That's that's fair. Yeah, it's fair, isn't it? That's fair. I mean, I saw Vertonghen's Instagram story. He just has his three X's. I'm like, fuck, mate. We we just got through to the Champions League as well. What are you doing? Yeah, and uh, you know, we, we've how long have you been playing for us? Much longer. You play for Ajax. It's out of order, man. You, this has order. been the longest club. Yeah. Where's the fucking cockerel? Where's the love? Where's the cockerel? We need a cockerel, mate. Mate, we need it. I know you all listen to this. Yeah. We need a cockerel in the next IG post. I wonder, I wonder, uh, I wonder <coughs> any of them do. I reckon at least one staff member who, is, who has access to the team listens to the podcast. And I guess if we say anything well, funny... We know the club. We know the club do. I think uh, they have to. Uh, well, um... Uh, we don't, you don't have to say names if you don't want to. No, no, I don't know names of people in the thing, but uh, Kat from the Sports Trust told me that, that, that people in the club do listen to it, but not they're not, uh, they're not well, like spying. No. Like they just listen to it because for spurs. some reason they enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I, sh- I don't know if I should say... Uh, but some of the stuff we said about <laughs> Daniel Levy and the, you know, the would you rather and stuff like that, that gets through. Yeah. Which is why we'll never you get will, we'll, interview you. We'll never. Well, there, there, there's, uh, there's a young man, now, Ahmed, lovely, lovely guy, he can come along to the socials. He's, uh, he goes, I think I can get you uh, Daniel Levy. And I was like, let me stop you. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you can get him, he ain't going to talk to us. But, but he said uh, he's like someone he knows, his mum's hairdresser, something like that. And uh, he said, like, she said, is there anything you, you want to do for Levy? And I'm like, maybe let's send, this, send Ahmed in, yeah. do the interview, and we publish the fuck out of it. There you go. I've done it now, though. I've, I've, I've spoiled the plan. Um, yeah, massive thanks to everyone who came down to the, the uh, social again. It's, it's, it's just great. I love doing it. I love. So when's going to be the next one? Because um, I mentioned the Liverpool and Man City game to you, and the colour drained from your face. Yeah, like we've broken the, we've broken the, we've broken the curse. The, we've broken the curse. The, 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 the social is no longer cursed. It's no more about that. But oh, can you? Can we? Ooh. I mean, probably. Yeah, probably be one of them. Well, Champions League next next stage, <coughs> did your away leg. Yeah, but if if it's if it's in a, if if we get Ajax, I'm, there's no there's no chance I'm not going to that. To the social? No, I'm not doing the social. <laughs> well, you, I, we can do it, but I won't be there. Why? Because I'm going to be in Amsterdam if we get Ajax. Oh, okay, I get you now. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, anyone else here yeah, <coughs> probably. Um, yeah, and everyone who signed up to Patreon, we have 234 patrons now. Yeah, I saw that. That's amazing. It's so good. Like it's, it's such a relief because you know this is it, it is my job now, but there's no guaranteed money coming in, yeah. and all of like the sponsorships that that's a finite amount of time. There's only so long that we're going to have a certain sponsor with us. Yeah. So it's very nervous, and this means that there's like the support coming in, and it means that I don't have to worry so much. And we just got to give them stuff though. <laughs> that's well, what we got to start doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're doing the poll. We're doing we do a reaction to the weekend's games. Uh, we're doing a uh, live uh, like Google Hangout type thing where they come on and, and, and we do a, a sort of we chat about Spurs oh, yeah. and other stuff but with people that came that actually come in um, and so anyone can come do that uh, you get your live free entry to any live show and what we're going to do is producing these enamel pin badges which if you wear that at live show that gets you in so it's oh, like cool. a like a red rose yeah it, uh, a blind date 
A white rose, a lily white rose. Yeah, that gets you in. It gets you in. A lily white. Maybe that's quite quite like that idea. A lily white. Some sort of like lily. Do I make it a rose? That'd be Leeds. Yeah, dirty Leeds. Um, Yeah, you get an enamel pin badge, and which is we're putting them together at the moment. Uh, What else is there? There's more stuff. I can't remember, but there's more bits and pieces. Um, Yeah. Good. Uh, Rob, uh, you can do that if you want to become a patron. Patreon.com forward slash the fighting cock. There's already stuff up there for you to access. Uh, Rob Thyssen on Twitter, he says, there was a hot girl sitting in front of me in the pub on Sunday. Latin looking, Latin looking, but proper London accent. She was wearing a Woolwich top. Big bloke with her. Would you still try? And if so, how? I live in daily fear, honestly, of a man that's much, much bigger than me slapping my, my girlfriend's ass while I'm with her. Yeah, I've seen. I saw this um, kind of viral YouTube. thing. Yeah, yeah, the big guy with the bald head. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. did it. And I, was I like, got a bald head. <laughs> like, what would you do? You have to fight because that's your honour. That's. Your, I, don't, I don't think your girlfriend would look at you in the same way, but you're gonna get battered. I'd just be like, I'd be saying, "Fuck off!" But walking away. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like when um, it's a bit like an Eddie Murphy, and I think it's in Raw when you know he says, "Oh." You know, because white people just gives it a loud black person thing, and they just kind of back down. Yeah, yeah. This one person didn't. <laughs> did he? So he basically get his ass kicked because <laughs> the person didn't back down. So it'd be like I'd just be like shouting, just shouting loads of stuff at the guy and just uh, walking away um, and t- pulling my girl away with me, saying, you know. But um, uh, I don't know those situations. Just it's all all happens pretty quickly. You know, I can't say for certain that I'd that I'd fight. Um, this in this instance, though, uh, I uh, I wouldn't step to it. She's got an Arsenal shirt on. I mean, literally, that would be uh, immediately. That's fair. That's, that's a bit of a deal breaker for me. And actually, I'm not going to say this, but in my opinion, and it's not everyone's, just my opinion, I don't actually find women in football shirts that attractive. But uh, there, I said it. <laughs> and look, it's not a woman's role to go to football to be attractive. It certainly yeah. isn't. You're going to support your team. All I'm saying is, in this instance, the fact that she had a football shirt on wouldn't make me immediately attracted to her. I don't. I, it's not something that does much for me. Either. I don't understand, like, what the like, but the big bloke with her as well. Like, so you're adding not only this girl in an Arsenal shirt, but you're also adding the obstacle of her having a boyfriend. So when in in any, if she had a Spurs shirt, that would probably be a bit better. Yeah, she's, you know, she's a decent human being. Yeah, she might, you know, might try and talk to her and no, have they, some common ground. But this suggests that Rob Fisson, he uh, it suggests that he cracks on. To women when they're, when they're with their boyfriend. Yeah, that's not nice, man. It's not Fine nice. Record. And also, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Oh, um, that. What have I missed? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, so Jamie Taylor said... Uh, it's oh, sorry, it's just a question. Yeah. What goals and Spurs moments have given you a slight chub? This is <laughs> your turn of phrase on Twitter that yeah. I absolutely fucking love. They crap, crap me up. Just a slight chub. Just a slight. Um... I, or, I, I, it's a weird one, but Aaron Lennon away at Birmingham went two one two nil up. Was that the first ever away win like in ages? Yeah, and um, in the away end, it just went mental. Like the, the limbs were insane, and I remember that fondly. Harry Kane's curling goal against Arsenal. His penalty this week, last weekend. I think um, everything is moving. I'm thinking shot. about Charlton again. Um, yeah, I know. Do you remember when they were two nil up? Against us, yeah. And Dan Bent did the two nil sign, and we won three two. Yeah. And I think Robbie Keane scored a winner. Yes, he did. That's like that. That's slight chub territory. Yeah. I think Kane's penalty last weekend was was um, diamond cutter, but that's that's, <laughs> diamond cutter. that's 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 slight chub territory. Uh, the uh, you mentioned the Berbatov 
sort of pirouette go against. Yeah, because Charlton, that's what they showed, yeah. Yeah, it was, that was insane. That's because been... early on in the game as well, and they had um, this guy, Elko Akori in defence, and he was having quite a good season. Yeah. And he just left him in his in his. Oh, bike. is that who he beat? Yeah. So he beat him. It was Khrushchev. No, 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 no. I'm fairly certain it was Carl. No, you're probably right. Him. You're probably right. And he just just left him for dead. And they've been showing quite a lot of... um. A lot of like Spurs derby games, you know, on BT and Sky yeah. to do like Premier League years, mm. and I think it was the anniversary of the Spurs West Ham game, and Star Terry gets the winner. Yes, this is Andy Gray saying, "Oh no, oh yeah, like what was that about?" <laughs> oh, it's just beautiful because West Ham got back into it. I yeah. think they didn't win for AIDS and Terry's never scored for them. Did they go down game. that? That, that no, the last they, game of the season. They escaped by beating Man United and Neil Warnock sued them because Tevez and Mascarano was a suspect. It was that season signing. Yeah. All right, then T, that's it. Thank you so much for cool. having me around. Your home and um, yeah, I mean, fucking, we had to talk about it, didn't we? It had to be done. It had to be done. And despite having a very difficult week, what a way to get over it! Fucking beautiful, glorious. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, "How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance?" Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Social Podcast Network. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection, and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. Viator is the place to go to book experiences that will create long-lasting moments that make lifetime memories. And Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries. In in fact, just last year, Viator helped my family put together this amazing adventure on the island of Kona, swimming with the manta rays, trying to avoid the barracudas, whatever your wildest dreams. If you can imagine it, Viator probably has an experience just for you. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in Viator's world of wonderful experiences. Viator. One site, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.